Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. City. It is Friday, July 15th. We have made it. My name is Rachel Bonetta alongside Adam Rank, Tom Pelissero, and our own DB Darius Butler. There is something that I want to draw attention to at this table right away. Did you guys like have a cute little dinner last night and all decide to wear the exact same thing? All three of you today. We got team jackets. Y'all are like the Spider-Mans, like all three. We're heading straight to the bowling alley. Huh. We're gonna roll, baby. Listen, I've gotten so many compliments on this outfit. How many of you guys gotten so far today, huh? This was we it. got a lot. We just opened up the show talking about outfits. You guys look Good point. It's cold great. as hell in here, too. All That's attention is good honest. attention. <laughs> okay, let's talk about yeah. some football, shall we? Time for the lead block. Lead block. One of the more earth-shattering moments of the offseason was the retirement and then the unretirement of one oh. Tom Brady. Well, in a wide-ranging interview in Variety that came out yesterday, the GOAT spoke about when he's going to retire for real this time. This is what he said. I would say it's year to year. Could this be my last year? Absolutely. Could I change my mind? Absolutely. I realized I don't have five years left. I want to do it my way. I want to give it everything I got and see where I'm at. My body feels really good. I've had a lot of traumatic injuries over the years, but if things go really smoothly and we win, that'd be great. That would be great if you are a Tampa fan. So how can that happen for Tom Brady? The Bucs will reach the Super Bowl if Dot, dot, dot. What happens? Mm. Well, first of all, that quote just stresses me out because I realize we're still going to be doing the Tom Brady retirement, yeah. unretirement dance for the foreseeable yep. future. Great quote that tells you absolutely nothing. <laughs> he could do one thing or he could do the other. Head. Great. Fantastic update from that. I, I would say this. You guys, you, you might not have heard this, but Tom Brady's not young huh. at this point. Stop it. Huh. Turns 45 wow. next month. Yet, 
When you look back at his 2021 season, it was actually better statistically than what he did in the 2020 Super Bowl season. Bring up the numbers. They're a 13-win team. It's been a higher percentage of his passes, throwing for more yards. He throws for 40-plus touchdowns for his second consecutive season, pass rating, rating virtually identical. And remember, also, a hit there. he was healthier because in 2020, <laughs> he was coming hit. off of the, the knee injury that he really dealt with the yeah. entire season. Last year, he's feeling a lot better. They obviously didn't make the same run they did in the postseason. There's those weird 40 days in NFL history where Tom Brady's not playing until yeah. he is playing. Yeah. He's back. If he can continue to play at that high level, there's no reason to think that the Bucks can't go wherever he wants him to go. Also, you were saying the other day you really secretly don't want him to retire because he's like the only quarterback that's... He's the only you. player older than me, I believe, in the NFL now. So it'll be a sad day. For it'll me be a sad day on when so I'm older many than levels. Every single player in the Tom league. So hold on as long as you can. Uh, I'm right there with you. If they stay healthy, you know, they can win the Super Bowl. Not worried about Tom Brady. I think as long as he's out there playing, he unretired for a reason. That's to come back and win the Super Bowl. So if they stay healthy, that's obviously going to be huge. And then Russell Gage. When I think about that Super Bowl run back in 2020, I think about the players that made big plays. Antonio Brown was one of those players. Russell Gage is going to have to come over and replace him. Jordan Whitehead, who's now in New York, the safety, he made a ton of plays um, during that playoff run. They're going to have to replace him. Uh, obviously, Grunt has retired again for a second time. Wow. Cameron Brady's going to have to step up and replace him and be that guy. Um, as far as tight ends, we know how much Tom Brady loves those guys, especially when it gets to the big game. So, as long as this team stays healthy, uh, obviously, you got a new head coach with Todd Bowles. But they stay healthy. You got Tom under center. Obviously, they got a great chance to get in that big game. Yeah, I would follow along with that. I think people still kind of overlook the fact of how close they came last season. They had that furious rally against the Rams. Mm -hmm. that ultimately fell short. But, you know, that was a team that was very close to getting back into the Super Bowl. So they made a big to-do last season. We have all 22 guys left. They went back and they made a run. And the thing that ultimately cost them, I feel, was the injuries, especially to Chris Godwin. I think that's the one. I, I, I like all the complimentary pieces. People underestimate how good Chris Godwin is. He just, for whatever reason, seems to fly underneath the radar. Perhaps it's because Mike Evans is so good as well. Gronk draws a lot of attention. But if this team is healthy... I don't see anybody in the NFC, including the Rams, who are better than them. Uh, I'm, I'm with you guys. And, Tom, I'm especially with you. If Tom Brady can be Tom Brady, what's, what is stopping them? And, obviously, he's come out of retirement. He's got the most possible going on in his life right now. I think we've actually got a graphic of all the different <laughs> jobs and all the different interests of Tom Brady. Obviously, he's got TB12, right. founder and investor. He's into crypto, ladies Uh-oh. and gentlemen. Uh, he's well, a car spokesperson, sportswear, <laughs> and Endorser. I don't know if you guys have seen this. He does incredible work. Actor in sandwich commercials. I don't know if you've seen that. No tomatoes! Uh, rental car uh. pitchman. He's in a movie this offseason, which already looks amazing. Ted 3. Uh, Brady Brand clothes. <laughs> uh, he's obviously come back because yeah. he's got a mission and he thinks that he can achieve it. Or else why not go and make $375 million with Fox in his broadcasting deal? So, I think he saw how Peyton Manning ended his career with a Super Bowl win, but yeah. like not necessarily playing. But like, but got a Super Bowl win. I think Tom Brady wants to one up that. It's a great point too that you guys made about the injuries they had. Not just Chris Godwin, but let's also remember whatever it was that happened with Antonio Brown is not something that they could have anticipated. Yeah. One of your yeah. top players, yeah. one of your highest volume targets, 
literally walking off the field right. during the game. Leonard Fournette was banged up down the stretch. They were bringing, they had to bring in Le'Veon Bell. They were just trying to patch together the backfield. They had a lot of different things that worried. created challenges. And they still went 13-4 yeah. and four with a 44-year-old yeah. quarterback. Jeez. Oh, man, I cannot wait. Well, it is deadline day. Franchise tag players have until 4 p.m. Eastern to get a long-term deal done. Tom, are we going to get some action for the deadline? We said it yesterday that there's not a lot of optimism about really any of these deals getting done. So, as I mentioned yesterday, Jesse Bates with the Bengals, not expected to get a deal done. Mike Gesicki with the Dolphins, Dalton Schultz with the Cowboys, also barring something unexpected, not expected to get a deal done. Today, the one to watch is going to be Orlando Brown, which is the Chiefs' left tackle. Uh, He made an agent change in the offseason. His new agent will be negotiating his first NFL contract for Orlando Brown. That's a unique dynamic. Brown's approach to this was, my play should do the talking. Doesn't matter who my agent is. I'm getting myself paid. But he's also going to want that contract to be at the top of the market. It's a lot to invest. The Chiefs have him right now for $16.7 million on the franchise tender. He has not signed it. And as our Mike Garofolo reported last week, if they don't get a long-term deal done today, Brown could maybe not be there at the start of training camp, perhaps not even be there at the start of the regular season, which for a Chiefs team trying to adjust after the departure of Tyreek Hill would certainly be another challenge. I'm curious, what is your favorite jersey that you have worn in terms of style? I just got to go. I know it's going to make rank mad, but Uh-oh. I got to go with that Patriots, that Patriots throwback, that, that red. It was it's just, nice. I mean, it was clean. I it's caught my first – Interception in the snow. We blew out Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Um, at home at 59. They're wearing their throwback yep. uniforms so, as well yeah. with the blue helmet. Yeah. So See, that, Tennessee that goes to Houston. They wear the blue helmets. The I like that wear idea. the Oilers I like uniforms. Idea. I think it'd be cool. You so go. your entire argument against the Patriots throwback uniforms is inaccurate portrayal <laughs> of mean, Revolutionary War history. I mean, yeah. Dork. What are you talking? Yes. That's yes. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. Yes, that's exactly. It's incorrect. Do you also take the literal translations of other teams that the Dolphins don't I look listen. like actual Dolphins? <laughs> no, but they put. I'd like to see that. But if they put a whale, just okay. If they put a from head to toe. No, no, no. If Fit the Dolphins the put an orca on their helmet, I would be like, you maybe don't do that. That's that's wrong. You would put a dolphin on the helmet. You could have put a dolphin's jersey on there, too. That throwback, Dan Marino. There, there was Dolphins. a lot of nice Those ones. Were, if there was an NFL-only one, there's a list that I had that was NFL-only. The, the dolphin is wearing a helmet. Do you or have a Marlins. problem with the dolphin on the old logo? The dolphin's <laughs> wearing right, a helmet. Why, why, why does the dolphins wear helmets? Wait, inaccurate. Hold hate on. the uniform. Actually, it was because Flipper was in the end zone. I don't understand why the helmet didn't have the logo of a dolphin wearing a helmet. With that logo. Right, the, and then another like, one, and it's smaller and smaller, <laughs> and, smaller and you can look all the way through. Why don't okay, they let's do talk that? about some football. Enough of this. Time that for the was lead football. Block. Time for the lead Lead block. block. Lamar Jackson's been trending on Twitter basically all week. We've been talking about it nonstop. First, it was the I Need Money Twitter banner, and then he was uh, snubbed from a top 10 quarterbacks list. And former Raven Bernard Pollard got into a lengthy back and forth with Lamar. We're going to spare you some of the insults. But here are the highlights. Okay, here we go. Uh, Pollard wrote, no top wide receiver will ever come there while LJ is there. Plenty of wide receivers have been available to get in the offseason while LJ has been starting, but nobody wants to go. They give him the respect, but they don't want to play with him. LJ is good, but he's not able to make the throws. Okay, so that was the first thing. That's what set this all off. 
Lamar was pretty dismissive of the Super Bowl champ with a lot of crying, laughing emojis. He loves his emojis. Nobody speak of you. I had to Google you, Lil Bra. I never heard of you until I seen you keep dissing like you was a Hall of Famer, but you far from it across the ocean like overseas. I liked that part. Okay, then Hollywood Brown chimed in, of course, to defend his former quarterback. The narrative they're trying to create on my dog is ridiculous. He can run the show in any type of offense. He just so happens to be in the one he is in. And doing it at a top level, by the way. And every wide receiver who has ever played with him knows that. Okay, so there's a ton to unpack here. It went on and on and on. Lots of emojis. And on top of it all, we are still waiting on that long-term contract. But is there any truth to some of the criticism directed towards Lamar Jackson? By the way... He does. He's been known to watch this show and respond to some of the things that we have said when I've been hosting. So, like, let's just be careful. Before, before even getting to that, the tweet. I, obviously, you hate to see that on a public forum. You know, old Raven talking to the new Raven. But uh, is the is the criticism fair, Lamar Jackson? Yes, it's fair. Can he be a better passer? Can he win in the playoffs? Can he do? All, yes, he can do all those things. And you can say that about. 30 other quarterbacks in the league as well. And if you stack up Lamar Jackson's resume against the other guys, he's a cut above head and shoulders. I mean, you got a unanimous MVP. His winning percentage is unbelievable. It's not a quarterback stat, you know, until, you know, I want it to be for my argument. So Lamar Jackson, his legs, he's dynamic. And the reasons receivers may not want to come to that offense, it's probably some truth to that, but it's the style of the offense. I think that offense needs to evolve as well. This guy's led the league in touchdown passes from the pocket. I watched the film. I watched quarterbacks. He identifies coverages. He identifies blitzes, protections. Lamar does everything you want a quarterback to do, and he's on the trajectory to be one of the all-time greats. Two quick follow-ups. One, wasn't your top button button for the first hour of the show? It was, yeah. And number two, uh, when you see the former players going after the current players on social media, as a former player, recent former player, how does that strike you? I I hate it. You know, if if you're coming from a play, and that depends also on the context. If you're sitting on, if Bernard Pollard was sitting on a podcast, say for instance, like the Man to Man pod, my pod with Antoine Bethea, if he was sitting there talking for 45 an hour uh, long, you can get kind of caught in that conversation, maybe say something that doesn't come off right. But if you tweet something out, that's that's, that's more hate. That's that's going to stay out there, and you're looking for a response almost. And you know, he, he barked up that tree and he got what he wanted. Once a younger guy, Lil Bros you, that's the ultimate level of disrespect right there. But like I said, I hate to see it as a former player. Keep that kind of stuff in-house. But um, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I've never liked the disrespect that Lamar Jackson has received ever since he's stepped into the NFL. And people insinuating that he's not an actual quarterback or anything like that. What he does is he goes out and he runs Greg Roman's offense that has been very successful in the NFL. It has taken multiple teams uh, or has taken a team to the Super Bowl. And the thing is, is that this offense is designed for the tight end. Mark Andrews is the guy who is going to benefit because of the way the offense is schemed up. I don't think that it's wide receivers not wanting to play there or anything like that. I think there's a ton of guys who would love to go play with Lamar Jackson, and that's just a, a terrible insinuation. And I don't like when the, the former players like that, yeah. that doesn't need to be handled, like you said, in a public like, Why are you talking like that? And where are the other Ravens? Like, where are the, where's, you know, Ray Lewis or Ed Reed, like, talking? Like, stop saying this stuff. It's not, it's a it's an awful look. And I, I like it better like when it. current players are tweeting, because then it's just yeah. like, ooh, can't wait to And then they get on the field. And so, then yeah. it's like, adds an extra element of, like, fire. When Lamar came in the league in the 2018 draft, one of the knocks on him was just the inconsistency of his accuracy. Yep. He could make flash throws, 
but then he would miss throws. Yep. And that was part of the conversation because he is such a tremendous athlete of should he work out as a wide receiver? Should he try out a different position? But talk to any defensive coordinator who's faced them. Talk to any front office person who's really broken down Lamar. Everyone will tell you Lamar is one of those rare players who really has improved as a passer. He is a better passer now than he was when he came into the league. Could he, as Hollywood Brown said, run any offense? Perhaps. But why would you do that? Yeah. Kyle Shanahan has a very specific type of offense he runs, but when he had Robert Griffin III, yeah. he utilized certain elements and put in the zone read and things that they hadn't done. Why? Because you gear everything you do around the quarterback. You would be doing a disservice to Lamar Jackson to say, you know what, all the designed runs, all the scramble drill type things, we're going to take all that out. Yeah. We're not going to play precision, old school, 1990 yeah, West Coast work. offense right now. Why, why would you ever do that? Exactly. But to the extent that you know, you have Hollywood Brown chiming in, remember, Hollywood Brown wanted out because he wanted to go to a place where he'd have more targets as a wide receiver. It's not about what Lamar can and Lamar? can't do. Yeah. It's, as you said, the, the style of offense they run. They're going to run the football. Yeah. They're going to play physical. They're going to get the ball to the tight ends. You can still be productive in that Ravens offense as a wide receiver, but they're never going to be – you're not going to be Devontae Adams getting 160 targets. I was going to say, or just the money. Like, you look at the guy who's getting paid this offseason. It's all these wide receivers who are in high-profile, high-profile passing offenses. You know? And Lamar can be in the passing offense. And what Lamar, his legs, it makes you as a defensive player and as a defensive play caller be more simple. Like, I got to have more zone coverage. I got to have eyes on the quarterback. I can't run a lot of man coverages with backs to the quarterback because he can – it could be a pass play, but any time he can drop it down and and run 50, 60 yards, you're not tackling this guy. He's also only 25. He strikes me as the kind of guy to, like, see this kind of back and forth online. He's like, I'm going to show you. But also he just – he shouldn't care. Ever since he started in the league, everyone's like, well, this isn't going to last long, this style of play. But here he is. 25, still doing the thing, about to make a ton of money. Like, good for him. We all um, care. What? We all care. You all they, care? Yeah, they read, like we talked it's about hard. Twitter I mean, it gives us something yeah, to talk about. I, lo- I love the back and forth. But. Well, and if you have a concern, it's the fact that last year he was hurt at the end of the season. He yeah. missed the final handful of games because of a bone bruise in his ankle. If you're running and you're taking a few more hits, even though he does a remarkable job not getting yeah. hit, yeah. but if you're playing a certain style, you're exposed a little bit more. You wonder about the injuries adding up. But that's all the more reason that's... that a player would have wanted to get a contract extension done in Lamar Jackson's situation a year ago when he was due right. $1.7 million. He played that out. He doesn't have an agent. This year he's due $23.8 million or something yep. like that. A different guy. So, you know, whether a deal gets done or not, he's obviously getting a massive raise. Yeah. Our next guest has been a good friend of Good Morning Football since the beginning. He's a stand-up comedian whose new special, Nocturnal Admissions, Careful. is out right now on Netflix. And is he, listen, he's absolutely hysterical. It is my honor to welcome back to the breakfast table, Mr. Paul Bursley. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We are so excited to have you here. And uh, let's start off. Though with your Giants, oh. uh, there's a lot of hope. We could have talked about your special yeah. uh, about how your face is now next to Bill Burr on the uh, on the queue there at Netflix. But listen, we're going to talk about Giants though. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you gazed lot. over the special. Yeah, the special. special on Netflix. Let's <laughs> talk Giants. Great special. Let's talk Giants. Oh, I'm sorry. Go check it out. There, we got it. It's handled. Okay. <laughs> we 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 still want them to stay here though. Uh, we don't want them to be like, oh, he's got a new special and go hit Netflix right. while we're doing. A show no. we want yeah, just keep here. talking about it we uh <laughs> i don't listen i'm not bringing up the special again ask the giants I've, question. I've, just, I've, okay. we've talked about the special enough no the giants though new head coach yep new 
new attitude, yep. bald guy with a beard. We yep. got to love Brian Dable. How yeah. are you feeling? Yeah, I look, I'm, I look like a healthy Brian Dable, right? <laughs> I look, we're the three uh, stages of Brian Dable. <laughs> Dable. Uh, my New York football giants, yes. my beloved New York football giants, are going to win. Oh. You ready? They're going to win nine to ten games this year. Okay. Right. They're going to the playoffs this year. Saquon Barkley is going to, because I think the injury with Saquon was not enough after one year. I think it was in his mind. And watching him as much as I did, I think he was thinking about it. I think he's going to explode. I love the Evan Neal pick. Thibodeau. Giants are coming, man. And, yeah. I, you know, listen, I talk a lot of trash about them. But this year, I think, I know I sound delusional, but this year, I think oh, it's going to happen. This is the year. This is the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every year's the yeah. year. Yeah, how many times is <laughs> this is the year? This as, is the year. As for that other team in New York, yeah. uh, Jets certainly have some hype about their draft and the first-round picks that yeah. they got. They got a young quarterback in Zach Wilson who they're very excited about. Yeah. What do you think are realistic expectations for the Jets? Look, before I trash the Jets, I just want to say that I'm a New York Knicks fan, and I'm delusional there, too. So I understand people that are delusional with the Jets. And I'm delusional, like, with the Knicks. Yeah. Like, if they're like, oh, Steph Curry was just seen at JFK, I'm like, he's coming. He's coming. <laughs> no, I'm like, why else would he be here? Okay. Why else would he? Yeah, it's only the biggest city. It's the biggest airport. He's coming. He's going to take a meeting with the, with the Knicks. The Jets do the same thing. You get excited. You think something's good. It's like a crazy ex-girl friend, right? Yeah. And then she calls you back and she's like, look, I went to therapy. Things are better. It's going to be better. <laughs> okay, I'm telling you, I'm not going to do that to your car anymore. <laughs> and then it happens, you have a fight, and then your car is trashed again. So until the Knicks and the Jets do something, I can't hear it. I can't hear it. Sure. Right? You got you to, gotta, eventually, it's, it's like lunacy. Like, what's the definition of crazy? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different you gotta, results. You got to get it done first. I'm a Bears fan. I, you're speaking my language. Yeah, you got to well, get hey, it done first. It's another fan base expecting some different results, too. The Carolina Panthers went out, got Baker Mayfield this week, been the biggest news in the NFL. What's your thoughts on the quarterback position down there, Carolina? That's how dead the NFL is right now. Like, that's the <laughs> biggest news. That's Baker. That's a former number one pick. Biggest story of the month. He's dealing with Paul. <laughs> we can't put on a Netflix special and then take a month off. You can play with the kids and hang out. You got to dig deep sometimes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> biggest news, Baker Mayfield moved. Well, listen, I'm glad he got out of Cleveland. Listen, I love Cleveland. Cleveland fans are great. Yeah. I don't want to. You got to sell tickets. You got to show there. So yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah, show, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, leaving Cleveland to go to Carolina is not the worst thing. Right. Um, I just feel bad for Darnold because he kind of looked like he was getting it together a little bit. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, I guess that's the business of the yeah. NFL. Um, I hope he does good, though. I like Baker because Baker's yeah. got a little bit of that. You know, he reminds me of a New York trash talker a little bit. He's got that in him, I think. Yes. You know, I, I know some people. I love about him. Yeah, some people don't like it because he's like a little too much. But I think if Forget he goes that. there and wins, I think uh, it's got to suck for Darnold, though. Yeah. Just be like, really, dude? Like, you know? Somebody else. He, got, he had to feeling. go to the Jets. He started with the Jets. He's making like, more money still. He's made more money than Baker this year. Oh, interesting. Well, okay. Well, yesterday on the show, we were talking about weird habits. We have an Adam here shared something fascinating. <laughs> he basically said that he was a nervous we, tinkler. We didn't get the rights for Using the word tinkler specifically. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. So we're going to play a little game, acceptable or unacceptable. The phrase yes. nervous tinkler. Acceptable? Unacceptable? Wait. You know, I, I thought about this for a while, and I, it's, you it's, have. it's so unacceptable what? That it's actually acceptable. Thank you. <laughs> because, you know yeah. what I mean? It's so, because you're that secure with yourself 100%. that you could say nervous tinkler yes. on a football show yeah. and be fine with it. Absolutely. 
I was like, you know what? This guy is just, he's got it together, man. He doesn't care. You don't care. I don't care. Yeah, because you said <laughs> nervous tinkler on a football show. I did. And seriously. Seriously. I, it's, I, a, it's a habit I have. Nervous tinkling. Like if I was opening for you, or where you know, you know how comedy goes. <laughs> and you see, listen, no, I'm just saying. Like, you know, there's a guy, the, the clock's there, you're running, you can set it up, and you know how much time you have before you got to go out there. Sometimes you got a nervous tinkle. Right, but do you say tinkle like if you have to go? <laughs> he said I, have to, yeah, I have to tinkle. He said the word but like if you're, if you're with your boys hanging out, you're like, oh, I'll be right back. I go t- tinkle, you say? Why not? I mean, whatever. I, go I don't care what people think. You would Obviously. say, I got to go take a you tinkle? You would say, yeah. That's, what do you want me to say? What do you want me I to mean, say? I was okay with the noun, but now you're turning into a uh, verb, and I'm uncomfortable. Now, <laughs> now it's taking a weird turn. I say acceptable because you're that secure with yourself. You can Unhinged. say it. You don't care what people think. I like it. Unhinged. All right. Tom Brady spoke about retirement in a piece in Variety. Where else would you go for your football news? Uh, could this be my last year? Absolutely. <laughs> could I change my mind? Absolutely. We've already seen him retire, then unretire. So acceptable or unacceptable, players returning to football after announcing their retirement. Ooh. I never thought I would say this about Tom Terrific because he's one of my favorites. He's really? absolutely, oh, Tom is just, I mean, Tom is Tom. You know, yeah. kids just, what, what doesn't he have? He's just good looking kid, yeah. model, wife, great dad. You know, he just says all the right things, but enough. It's like, dude, I don't want to see him punch drunk. I don't want to see him getting scraped off the field like, you know, was who's the guy? Brett Favre just let you know. Brett Favre in a Jets jersey was like seeing Patrick Ewing in a Supersonics jersey. Enough, yeah. enough. Just, just go. Because what, what is he going to win? Ten? What's he have to win? You might think he can. Yeah, I know, but he's I, addicted. I want him yeah. to go out the Tom that he is now. Yeah. I don't want to see any kind of fumbling of the talking. I want Tom Brady to be Tom Brady. So I'm going to say unacceptable tom let's let's call this a let's call this 18 weeks and let's let's wrap it up go play with the kids he had the same thought 40 days later he's like yeah you know what no i think i'll go you know what's funny though you you know you go home and all of a sudden you do spend that quality time with your family you're like nah i need to get out of here (laughs) (laughs) i love my kids and wife but you know what this isn't that great so there's a drop off and he's like you know what this is too much his first fight with Giselle, he's like, yeah, coach, I'm coming back. That's it. <laughs> we'll go to another quarter at back-to-back MVP, Aaron Rodgers. On Monday, we gave thoughts on Aaron Rodgers' first tattoo. Um, what's your thoughts on the first it's tattoo? Unaccept- Unacceptable or acceptable, Aaron Rodgers' first ink. I love Aaron Rodgers, and he's come to a show that I was on in oh, Green cool. Bay, and he was so cool, and he's a comedy fan. So, Aaron, if you're watching – but listen – only Aaron Rodgers would get a tattoo you got to think about. Okay, why does it look like a math equation? It's like just the lions are hidden. It's just get a bird or a lion, show its fangs, and be done with it like everybody else. This guy's got a diagram. He's getting a little eccentric. His hair's long. He's starting to get a weird old man face. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Do you have any tattoos? I got one just with my initials in Old English when I was 18. Your I was own hammered. initials? I was hammered. Listen, I was hammered. I was 18. Me and my buddy, like, high-fived, go, we're going to do it tomorrow? And no. I kept my word. It's horrible. Your I own got, initials? I got initials, too. Yeah, I got, you got yeah, yeah, In case yeah, yeah. you forget. I, I got something inspirational on my own. tricep. <laughs> I've really never heard of somebody getting tattooed their own initials. It, really? I, it's a vibe. I like the confidence. I fe- thank you. I felt bad when I first had it. Now I feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paul, Nocturnal Admissions yes. is on Netflix, directed by Pete Davidson. That's cool. I am going to watch this ASAP. Thank you so much for coming by. Oh, dude, thank Such you. Yeah. Thanks for having show. me. Check out, check out the special, man. It's doing great, and I'm really, I'm really grateful about it. I worked hard, and uh, yeah, check me out. I'll also be in Chicago next weekend, July 22nd, 23rd at the Zanies in Rosemont, and you can check out all my What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, welcome back. Uh, continuing a segment we are calling The Checklist, breaking down the top three things each team needs to do to find success in 2022. Yesterday, we hit the NFC West. Today, it is the AFC North's turn. This segment's been chaotic. All <laughs> week long, it has been chaotic, okay? Let's start it off what on a mean? good note. Okay, let's let the graphics shine. All right. People can read things. Adam, you are going to the Bengals. Yes. What do they need to do to find success in 2022? All right, thank you so much for having me. Let's talk about the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals, the defending AFC champions. Let's take a look at the checklist that I have provided for them. And I just want to put this right out of the way. Wait, what are you talking about? No, I just want to – oh, sorry, sorry. That's right. We need to okay. be able to see First that. thing, yep, protect <laughs> Joe Burrow. This is the most important issue facing the Cincinnati Bengals this season. Last year, he led the NFL in completion percentage, passing yards per attempt. But he was sacked 70 times, including the playoffs. In NFL history, the only guys who were sacked more were our David Carr and Randall Cunningham. And those guys did not have good seasons. They were 5-15 and 15 combined. Of course, Joe Burrow did go to the Super Bowl. In that Super Bowl game, he tied an NFL record with being sacked seven times. Aaron Donald sacked him on the last play of the game, or at least the pressure caused that play. So you got to protect Joe Burrow. Number two, keep improving. This is most important on the defensive side of the football. Last year, they made a heavy investment in free agency, bringing in a number of guys who helped play a big part 
in getting that defense uh, to improve. And one of the big keys was in that game against the Kansas City Chiefs, they made a second-half adjustment that absolutely flustered Patrick Mahomes. So as much love as we give to the Cincinnati Bengals offensively, Joe Burrow, it was the defense that probably saved the day for them in the AFC Championship game. And finally, don't get full of yourselves. The NFL is full of teams that have been one and done in Super Bowls. You don't want to be like Matt Ryan. You don't want to be Jared Goff. You don't want to get Joe Burrow. Do you want to get traded to Detroit? Is that what you want in your life? No. Do you want to be the Miz? Do you want to be a one and done like the Miz, where you were once a, a WrestleMania main eventer? Now you're doing reality TV? What is that all about? By the way, as Sam Weitz would say, move away from the graphic. As Sam Weitz would say, you're from Cincinnati, not Cleveland like the Miz. So don't get full of yourself. Well done. Actually, that was really well done. You stayed on the side of the awesome monitor. Matter. We could read everything. Like you said, actually. Nice. It's actually. Uh, Darius, ooh, you got the Steelers. I want to hear this. Yeah, back to the Steelers. Let's go, man. Uh, once again, uh, your mama named you Hines. I'm going to call you Hines. But let's get to this list, this beautiful checklist. Name Mitch Trubisky the starter day one going to training camp. We don't need another quarterback competition, quarterback chat. We know who the guy is. Name him. He was drafted number two overall a few years ago for a reason. He has talent. What's that? We don't need to talk about that. Yes, we do. But it didn't work out there. But this is the second second time around. He'll bounce back. Uh, name him starter day one. The thing about when I think Steelers, I think stability. The head coach position, obviously ownership, and the quarterback. Obviously, you had Terry Bradshaw back in the day. You had Big Ben, who won Super Bowls. Put Mitch in a great position to thrive. Next, manage Najee Harris. Manage his touches throughout the season. Don't, don't run him into the ground early. Let him hit his stride late in the season. You're going to have to ride his coattail down the stretch. This is a young offensive line. You help young offensive lines by running the ball. You don't have them going backwards all the time. Deontay Johnson is going to be awesome outside. But Chase Claypool, he went out and made a bold statement earlier this offseason and said he's a top three wide receiver. Whoa. Let's put him in position to thrive. He has talent. He's a big play guy that can go up and get the ball. Challenge him early in training camp to have his best season yet. And then on the other side of the ball, once again, the other thing I think about when I think about the Steelers, their defense. They have one of the most expensive defenses in the league. Every year they're getting after the quarterback. It's Blitzburg out there. You got Cam Hayward. You got T.J. Watt. You paid Minka. Let's have the best defense in the NFL this year. And I think if you hit all three of these things, we're looking at a good we're looking at a good spot uh, down the stretch. What do you think about those moments when a guy like Chase Claypool or anybody would come forward before the season even begins and he's like, I'm I, you, be, I love it. I'm gonna I love be the it. Best. Yeah, I love it. You sound a little crazy. Obviously, every you can we all have the stats, we all have cable, we watch the game, so you're not top three right now. Yeah. But does he have the ability to be a top three receiver in this league? One thousand percent. Okay. Tom, are you confident is this gonna be the best checklist of the week? You would certainly hope so. Nah, We're going to finish strong doesn't here. Sound, doesn't sound I'm good. I'm going to stay out doesn't of the way of the monitor good. so Rachel doesn't <laughs> insult me. All right, Cleveland Browns starts off with have quarterback contingencies. We all know the situation right now with Deshaun Watson, who has faced serious allegations of sexual misconduct that are still being vetted by the NFL and specifically by Sue L. Robinson, who is the jointly appointed disciplinary officer. At some point, the Browns will find out what, if any, suspension Deshaun Watson faces. If he does miss time, then the next guy up in the 
depth chart is going to be Jacoby Brissett. Baker Mayfield's gone. Now straight away, Case Keenum. Brissett, who has started in a couple of places, most notably with the Colts, would be that quarterback in the short term unless they make a move for another quarterback. They also have Josh Dobbs there, right, uh, number 15, for former Steelers draft pick. Whatever the situation is, they're going to have to be ready to adjust their plan moving forward, depending how much time, if any, Deshaun Watson misses. Next one, spread the wealth. you got a ton of weapons on this team. It doesn't all have to be about the quarterback, and that's part of the reason why, if you're the Browns, you probably feel decent about whoever you end up with at quarterback in a short-term type of a situation. you got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You traded for Amari Cooper in one of the bargain moves of the offseason. you got Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's a really explosive player. Spread the ball around. David Njoku just got a new deal as well. Utilize all those weapons. Again, figure out that plan. Then the last one, I'm saying this slightly tongue-in-cheek, but are we still waiting for Clowney Magic? Are we going to get the dominant Jadeveon Clowney season? He's entering year nine in the NFL. How many double-digit sack seasons does he have? Zero as the former number one overall pick. Now, he was highly disruptive last year. He played well. He had nine sacks for him. But every year it's the same thing, which is, That was a pretty good season for him. He'll get another one-year deal. Never had the long-term extension. Still only 29 years old. Now is the time with all the other guys. you got favorable matchups with Miles Garrett up front. you got a really good secondary. Everything can come together. If you get a breakout season from Jadeveon Clowney, too, this could be one of the best defenses in the NFL. There's so much talent on this team. It's insane. Okay, well done, well done, well done. It is now my turn. Okay, imagine if I just, like, made fun of you guys the whole time and I just screwed mine up. Uh, I'm going to do the Ravens. Not so easy, is it? What they need to do to find success in the year of our Lord 2022. First off, keep the team healthy. I remember going into last season, I felt like I was constantly getting notifications on my phone. This guy from the Ravens is down. Now this guy from the Ravens is down. It's like, okay, this season's going to be an absolute wash. I hated that. We had COVID issues with this team. We had Lamar getting sick every other week. It was weird. I didn't like it. I want to see this team thrive, and I'm actually very excited about them this year. Second, Lamar needs to prove to his teammates that he is all the way in. We are seeing his Twitter banner change to a grill that says, I need money. He's going off on Twitter. He's talking about this, that, and the other. We know there's contract issues going on. He needs to show up and let his teammates know that he is going to still be the amazing quarterback that he is, the amazing leader that he is trying to be. And finally, I kind of low-key, I don't really want to see Lamar sign a contract before this season. And I know that's controversial, okay? I am hoping that he stays healthy. I want him to make that money, honey. Knowing that that is going to be at the end of the line, at the end of the season, that he could make some ka-ching, he's going to ball out. He is going to be the most fun to watch. So make that money, honey. Get rid of those grills and stay healthy. And that's how you do it. Do they make the playoffs? I really hope so. I'm actually, I've got high hopes for the Ravens this year. What do you guys think? I was going to say who you're... I got them winning that division. Yeah. yeah, I think Lamar bounces back. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about him later, but I, I, I like him. I like him too. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating up to eight passengers. Yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is right there. Pressure, throw. That ball picked off right side. Looks like C.D. Deuce. Right in front of the Saints men's down inside the 30-yard line by Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Read it perfectly, made the interception. Brady rolls to his right, now he throws. That's going to be picked off by Chauncey Gardner-Johnson on the far side. Good job. And now they'll go to the Buccaneers end zone to celebrate. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. Our next guest is one of the best corners in the NFL today. I can feel Darius. He's already nervous beside me. <laughs> I'd like nervous. to welcome to Good Morning Football, CJ Gardner Johnson. Okay, so this is why you're nervous, I can tell. Uh, you just so happen to be ranked number four on Darius's list of top five slot defenders last month. Well, you were not having it, actually. Darius, you have some explaining. You got some explaining to do. Go ahead. Hey, we got to address the elephant in the room right now off the bat. Tell me what I got wrong, Chauncey. It's not what you got wrong. Let's, let's, let's get it right. Everybody on that list is right. premier. They're locked down corners. But let's talk about positional stuff. You put two of the premier outside corners inside. So it's like, I mean, I don't get kind of spoken about it. I just put my head down. I'm like, okay, I see who was in front of me. So it's like, it's an honor with Jalen, Marlon, you know, Pro Bowler, McKinney. So just got to keep working. I mean, you, you're, you're entirely on opinion. So, I mean, I respect your decision, but, I mean, if you're talking about positional stuff, I mean, let's just keep it real. Let's, you know, I ain't got to go too deep into that. You're entitled to your own opinion. It's just not right. 
I like it. I like it. He's balling, man. The thing about you make a top five list, anybody can be anywhere, and it's a new year. I'm looking forward to you continue to ball out, and more and more importantly, continue to talk trash. I love that part. Whoa, I love that, too. Uh, okay, well, regardless of where Darius has you ranked on his top five list, many analysts around the league are saying the Saints have one of the top defenses right now. Tell us at this moment, do you believe you guys have the best defense in the NFL? Of course. I mean... From first level, second level, third level. I mean, you got Cam at the front to pop it off with Shy and uh, Marcus Davenport. Then you got Demario in the middle and then calling all the shots. So with him, Pete, you know, you see what they were doing last year with Quan, Pete, uh, Kate Ellis, all those guys in the middle. Then on the back end, bringing in Honey Badgers, just like, we just love, we just had a Super Bowl safety, two times Super Bowl safety. Now we're bringing in another hometown hero, one Super Bowl pro bowler. So he knows. And we know what to expect, and we're going to go out there and dominate and just take advantage of all the opportunity because all this talent out there, why not? Can't waste it, you know? Chauncey, Darius mentioned all the trash that you talk on the field. You're one of my favorite guys to watch because you're like the Joker. Like, you're out there creating chaos. You're Woody Woodpecker, the troublemaking, getting under people's skin. You're the least favorite player on the team of every other team that you face. Where does that come from, that ability or will or whatever it is to kind of to get under people's skin and rile them up? I think it's really the passion. You got to go out there and really play, like, to me, when I'm out there between those lines, I got 10 other guys I got to take care of, not myself. So I'm out there really to put the fire in them, go out there, get gutsy. I think about it, look at Pat Bell, look at Draymond. Those type of guys are on the championship teams. I want to be known as, yeah, I could talk a little bit, but I'm going to back it up. So that's, that's just me. Like, when I go out there, I remember all the things that, that made me get to this point. So it's just like, why not talk a little? I mean, we're at the highest level. Why not? Be passionate about what you do. So that's just that's just what it is. And a lot of people can't handle this. So I guess you can't handle the heat at the kitchen. Well, whether they can handle it or not, you do have the respect of a lot of the guys in the league, including your former head coach, Sean Payton, who just retired from the NFL earlier this year. And unlike <laughs> Darius, he called you the top slot corner in the game. Uh, he's been your only head coach since you've been in the league. Tell us how much he meant to you. Ah, he started my career. You got to think about it. Coming from Florida, you know, I was the under, only underclassman coming out at my position. So when I actually met him in the draft, at combine, you know, talking to him, just like, it's like a father figure. So every day was more so of a, can you take coaching? And it's like, the way he coaches, he's like, I think about the run championship, been around the best coaches. He always give you the experiences that he went through. So it's like, you try to put yourself in his shoes, understand what he see, what he know of the game, so you can take it with you. And that's why, I love Coach Sean. You know, everybody in the room, you know, we felt energy. Like, I think about it. Chew swag to the dancing to just the fire he puts up on you when he was not going well. So I just think you get an all-around person and an all-around coach slash father figure when you talk about Coach Sean. That's why I just thank him for everything he did and just continue to play, honestly, with that passion and thought and my mindset like he does. Got to think about it because he's one of the smartest in the game. So why not? Mm-hmm. I love it, bigger than ball. So, Chauncey, earlier this week, your teammate, Shy Tuttle, a.k.a. Big Dripper, came on the show and made a pitch for a National Defensive Lineman Day. He claimed that defensive linemen are the coolest position Whoa. group in the entire NFL. He made a great, great argument, yes, too. Would you agree or disagree with that? D-linemen are the coolest position group in the NFL. Oh, definitely. So, 
with our practice, I don't, I can't speak for the 31 of the teams out there, but at our practice, our D-line come out there dressed like DBs, double spat, sleeves, visor. <laughs> but it's like, you look good, you play, you feel good. So it was like, and then with guys like Cam who just fall in line, like, game's not gonna fall in line. I think it's just like, when everybody's in tune to the same thing and it's like, if I look like this one way, if the DBs can feel this way, I can feel this way. Like, it's fun when you can see yep. shot or even um, Malcolm sometimes laugh at them. They got doing back pedals at practice with us. Like, watch it doing speed turns and stuff. It's just, it keeps energy in the room. I think like when you can see those guys at that size can still act like they one of us and just still be a part of something and just have fun they do. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Okay, before we let you go, we saw on Twitter that you are a pretty big Stranger Things fan, as am I. We don't want to spoil anything for those who haven't seen the show, but can you tell us which character you were most invested in this season? Mm-hmm. I say don't be a 001. Don't be him. That's all I'm going to say. Don't, <laughs> be <him. laughs> don't be him. Don't be him. Probably. Don't be him. Just think about your dreams and dream big. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us. You are awesome. We hope to have you back on the show anytime you want. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.